and we're back again. Pretty cool. Episode 10. Episode 10, season four. It's been a long couple years, huh? Two years now. Two Yeah, two years in. I mean, and you know what else is new, though? Getting used to no headsets. Yeah, that is weird, and I'm definitely going to try to work on that, but I don't know how to fix it right now. And I will fix it eventually. Although it's not a requirement. Uh, I mean, I don't know why, I don't know why head, headsets need to be like an essential part of podcasting. You know what it is, though? It's like if, you could, if something is in the background, I could hear it live instead of like the episode's over and then we listen back and there was a fucking air conditioning. What the fuck is that? What are you looking at? Do you see that little hatch door right there? Yeah, this is, I mean, this is your house, your basement, so you didn't notice that, uh? I've never seen that. Little trap door. What if there's a bunch of money in there? It could, ooh, it could be. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna go have to check there. that out post episode. Yeah, f- fat orange cat. Fat orange cat, baby kittens, out of uh, somewhere in Connecticut. I'm not gonna get, I got like four answers online. And, uh, you know, they're distroed by 12%. Shout out to 12%. I think our boy Sean works there now. We could at least say like southeastern Connecticut. Somewhere over there. If you care. But either way, reputable brewery here. Fat Orange Cat. I've never had this one, but I've had others, and I've never had a bad one. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Actually, I got that first sip. It's exactly what I expected. I think it's a delightful choice. It's great. It's easy. I think it's like 6.5%. Don't, give me, don't quote me yet, but... Yep, 6.5%. Now, what's going to be a little trickier here is because it's easy to come up with a rating based on your last drink. Yeah. So we're coming off a sour, and it was a phenomenal sour. I think it was around the 8.3. Yeah, I think I went 7.9, but I think I I reneged on it and went 8.1 after. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to do a comparison with this beer compared to that last sour. We're gonna have to do like an Excel spreadsheet one time and just see what where where we're lacking, like what types of beers and like what are are our ratings really true? Just get big data, lots yeah. of big data. I love a big data or data, but I'm not a data guy, I'm more of a data guy. Data's a guy from the Goonies. Data is a sheet that I want to look at with numbers on it. Lots of numbers, figures, figures. statistics, big, big numbers. Anal I might just lies. I might just bump the numbers up just to see bigger numbers. Pie charts, bar graphs, everything you could ever ask for. But you know what I do? I think I'm going to do this a solid eight. Eight? I like that number a lot, man. It was definitely going to be at least an eight for me, I'm yeah. telling you. And it was, it's, it, for me, there was that window of eight to uh, 8.4. Yeah. And I was trying to settle on that number. I'm going to give it 8.2 right down the middle. Right down the middle. That's easy. But see, the thing is, when I come, when you think of like, I, when I go to IPA ratings, it's so it's such a saturated market. Like, there's so many good ones. So it's like hard to be like, unless it's like your treehouse, like ice cream, man. Like these big ones that are like towards the nines. Yeah, like it's hard to put that finishing touch in in a, in a positive way that yeah. really elevates it to the next level. Yeah, you it, could it's put, definitely hard to break that like eight, five and up. Yeah, because you could put that little spin on it, but that's not guaranteed to say that that elevated the quality of the beer. It might just be like a gimmicky, yeah. maybe like you throw in like a marshmallow bullshit or yeah, something like, in there. Yeah, like some weird coconut milkshake IPA yeah. like I don't want to even go in that I don't even want to go there with that but you know just to make it different but you're right there's a lot of great IPAs and we we drink these IPAs a lot like when I hear when I think New England IPA this is the exact taste like this is exactly what I want I would say New England's got to be a gold standard of IPAs which a lot of breweries are right there on par with it. I'm not a crazy fan of the West Coast and I don't even see them that much anymore. I'm not really. As either. I was seeing them 5 years ago. No. 
there was a lot more West Coast IPA styles than I'm seeing now. Or maybe we're just not getting them over here because we just like the – I feel like the consensus is New England IPAs are top tier. They got to be. And, I mean, down south, too, they have, like, the Gator Ales and some weird shit. Yeah. See, I don't even know about that. Yeah. Then they're a real thing. Yeah. And I just don't think they're as good. But then again, maybe it's the taste buds. But maybe I'll tell you what, there. though. Beer and pizza all come down to the wa- uh, water quality, and they just don't have it down south. They'll never. They they'll, never it. they'll never have it. They'll never have it. It just won't happen. So it's like we're going to take beer and pizza. Y'all can take beaches, and that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, but a lot of different cultures too, though. I mean, south, you'll get some kind of some aspects of culture, 100%. probably like the way they look at barbecue. Yeah. We'll never replicate that. No way. But that's just how the, you know, everyone's got their own bits and pieces of culture. That, and that's why I like the South, too, because we are much different. But I, they probably come up here and say, like, oh, my God, like pizza, beer, uh, fucking fall and shit like that, you know? Where we're going down there, it's like, let's hit Miami. I want to go to a beach with clear blue water and super hot all the time. Yeah, also like that wild Hispanic influence. Super, especially that, in Miami. Yeah, that you won't get anywhere else. No, yeah, yeah, not even close, especially of, in Miami. I have to add, too. A lot of Hispanic breweries with like real replicating that culture too, which is dope. I wrote an article on uh, on like thirty Miami. It was like an absurd number, like thirty Miami breweries. Really? And so what do they do? Like Corona style? Yes. Yeah. They do. They do all these like special little things, and they, you know, it, the events too are a big part of the culture. Like the events that these breweries are putting on, like mm-hmm. the dance nights and and all these different like trivia nights, salsa night and shit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big part of Miami and the breweries and the beer. Yeah, that's cool. That's why I like going to new places when we go on vacation. Like, Virginia was cool, but culture-wise, and we kind of said that going in, it wasn't, it's not a place where you're going to go for, like, like I want to see what how they live in Virginia. Like, they don't live much different than us. You no, know what I mean? If, they if, just have a little bit nicer beaches. If, if, see, if you're, if you're even blessed enough to, to be born in the United States, you have these, these easy opportunities to kind of explore and find all the cornerstones of the states mm-hmm. and then kind of branch out, but then seeing, like, all these different states have something special about them. Everywhere we've ever been. Everywhere. You know, you could, you could talk about, like, Washington, D.C. Yes, that's only one aspect. Yeah. But then you talk about, like, the star power culture of, like, say, Hollywood. Or then you go, like you said, with Miami. And then New York. Everyone around the world wants to come to New York. Where yeah. we are an hour and a half from the city. Right New York there. is nothing to us. And I say that all the time. It's like, like, well, why do you want to go to Vegas? Like, because we we're not that close. That's why. Yeah, we're not. And, and look at Nashville, for an example. Yeah, another one, another place. Some amazing food, but also that music culture behind it. I don't give a fuck. Even if you're, if you're, if you're a trap star, super ratchet, ghetto, I only listen to fucking Dave East and Freddie Gibbs. You go to Nashville, you're still having a good time. Like, I don't care if you don't like country. That that place is lit. That energy behind whatever music is playing that day is there. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's great. I mean, and, and people down there, especially in the South in general, are just more friendly than up here. A lot, a lot of different, um, like I said, a lot of cornerstones of the states. But, man, that culture, you have a lot of different passionate people around here. I really want to go and uh, shout out to them and hope everybody made it out. Okay, prayers to all the families who lost uh, houses and power and stuff out there. But New Orleans is like a huge spot that I want to go to. It's mostly for the culture. Like, I would love to get the food down there, hit the bars, do Bourbon Street. Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras is probably too insane for me. I'm kind of over that. 
but I would love to go down there and see the culture. Yeah, I would love to be a part of Mardi Gras. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't I mean, know if I can handle it. I mean, drinking in the streets is just one small element of that, but but that's that says a lot about the kind of area that you're in. I hear it's a lot of boobies. Definitely boobs. A lot of boobs lot down of boobs, in uh, New Orleans. A lot of bees, beads, a lot of boobs. A lot of bees and boobs. Beads and boobs. Double Bs. Dear. And Triple B. Big baller brand. Lots of Bs. Yeah, no, nah, New Orleans is a place. But I want to go to Europe, though. I want to get real, real culture. Yeah, we need to expand. I'm sure we'll be traveling together at some point. Oh, we not gotta yet. Branch out there. You just got to get your passport, and we're we're good to go. Don't let my dad hear that, though. I've I've heard that enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not having my passport. Slacking on that. But I feel like once you have it, you have it. Then you're gonna be more inspired to yeah, actually 100%. get out there. And you travel. have it for ten years, so it's like yeah, it's it's. You can go whenever you want, as long as you have it. If if see, because if the opportunity had come, you never know. Somebody be like, "Yo, let's go to Italy next month." Like, I got you. I got a spot out there. And then you're just like, "Oh fuck, I don't have my passport." Like it's gonna take me two months to go get it. I'm really in it for the eye-opening experiences because I've heard that being outside of the country and seeing these whole other sides of the world, I hear that it changes your perspective and you could even find inspiration out there. Oh, I believe it. And I think one of the biggest purposes of our lives is to find like inspiration to do something on your own. So that's kind of why I want to travel more. I would love. I would love to have the opportunity to like take a month. And just go over there and just travel. Just do whatever I want to do. Dude, even the most simple. I mean, it could be things like music, but also, like, how do they, how are their business transactions? How do they spend money over there? What does their money look like? Yeah. Little thing. It could be anything that kind of changes I your still mind. Have a, I still have money from Bermuda. They have different a money. A little now. souvenir. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Or how about, how about greetings, too? Like, the way people greet each other. Gestures. Body Japan. language. Look at Japan. Like, you got to, like, bow and shit. I think. Tipping. Tipping's probably another huge one. You want, in Italy, you cannot tip. Yeah. It's disrespectful. Absolutely. And I'm sure in, in you got to see that point of view, though. If you're yeah. open-minded, I think it would be fascinating to see those points of views. Yeah, like, don't even pull your money out. Like, they get pissed. Whereas America, like, if you don't pull your money out, they get pissed. Right, yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy to see all the different, like, what's your number one place, like, in the world that you would, like, if free of charge, you can go there, do whatever you want. Where are you going? Uh, I think it's got to be Paris. I got to see what Paris is about first. Prague is up there, too. Um, mm. and so, Where is and, that, and Prague? Prague, I think, is in the Czech. Oh, okay. And then and then I would see parts of Italy. Definitely. See some heritage things. But also, it, it looks like a really good time out there, depending on where you go, from what I've heard. And some, just, you know, being on the water like that, a lot of, you know, the canals, a lot that of beautiful coast, shit. That Malfi Coast, yeah. that screensaver type shit. Yeah, lots of screensavers. Like, see, Connecticut's a screensaver, too. It's just that one with the trees, you know? Yeah, fall time. No, That's it. Yeah. That's all we have. And I'll be all set with that. Yeah. I want to go over to the, I want to go to the water screensaver. Yeah. Acorns, freaking oak trees. That's what we squirrels. got. Squirrels. A lot of squirrels. A lot of squirrels. squirrels. Big squirrel. squirrel issue. Yo, squirrels communicate with their tails. Nah, you're lying. I swear, if you ever see a, if you, if you ever see a squirrel with a twitchy tail, they're talking to each other. They're sending off vibrations. Really? Yeah, they detect vibrations and footsteps and shit. They do everything with their tail. It's crazy. It's cr- it is crazy. Koda almost killed a squirrel in my backyard. He did. He tried. He it, tried right? to. Yeah, he was he was gunning for that thing. I was watching. He ain't catching I wasn't squirrel. gonna stop. Him no either. dog is catching a squirrel. Nah, he had no chance. Nah, they're fast. I mean, Koda's pretty quick though, but squirrels—they're too agile. They could get up high quick, you know. Where a dog, you know, you can only jump. Yeah. Y'all watch. If you ever see a standstill squirrel, like it's almost frozen. 
I bet you, I bet you, it's feeling something out with the tail, <sighs> your footsteps. Maybe, uh, maybe he hears Coda coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you can't catch them. Can't catch those things. You know where I want to go? Scotland. Scotland would be dope. I mean, I think I think Scotland had a lot of uh, production from Game of Thrones, a lot of scenery. Oh, I believe it. it, that, it that's been. the main reason why I wanted to go, to to see the scenery. Like, I hear it's beautiful. Yeah, over there. a lot. I mean, a lot of elevation, a lot of green out there. Probably some dope sunsets and all that. And I can see why Scotland would be really cool. Yeah. Plus, it's Scotch is there. I would like to see some distilleries. I would like to go th- go check that out. Yeah. See, I I would try not to be a bitch. You know, like you go to Germany and you start drinking beer, or you go to you go to Scotland and try the Scotch, and I feel like you got to hold your own because that shit's gotta be sick. No. Yeah. They have slamming. to have some like different level shit. You know, like some different level shit. But I also want to know. Like, I want to know how they drink it there. Because, like, I've heard that in Ireland, they drink Guinness. Like, their Guinness is way different than what we get for Guinness. Like, their Guinness, I heard they drink it room temp. Like, they don't drink cold beer. Oh, so it's the same Guinness, but they they drink it differently. Well, it's also more fresh, though, obviously, because they're not, it's made right there, you know? I mean, maybe it's not even mass-produced, you know what I'm saying? It like, probably like, is Like, globalization. Yeah. Maybe it's a whole different batch that they're getting from a local... Yeah, like because the Guinness is right in Dublin, in Dublin. That's where they make their Guinness. So I don't know if they're distributing worldwide out of that brewery. Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Like no, we're, yeah. I like we're that. probably getting like a second string Guinness. You're getting like a maybe like a USA plant or something with yeah. the recipe. Because they, I mean, that's a global beer. Like it's got. They have to have. You're not making world like world amounts of beer in one beer. Yeah, no one way. Brewery. Yeah, unless it's like chance. fucking. Disneyland. No. That's what you do. Build plants all over the place. Yeah. Or like what the rich people do. They offshore their money, you know, on all these little islands and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have all the loopholes in the world. Banks. Yeah. Banks uh, everywhere. everywhere. Well, that's why um, it was interesting to know that Drake signed a Skepta. So, like, I kind of wonder if there's a loophole over in the UK about money from your label or something. Like, he must be getting some type of tax break or something. Yeah, from a business standpoint, yeah, because it makes sense from one end because you have Skepta, arguably, you know, the greatest rapper in in the UK. Yeah, I mean, top the, two, the, top the, two the, if if there is another guy, the influence is tremendous. But you're also dealing with UK charts, and while his music does carry out to the United States, mm-hmm. not that many people are gonna know about him. Now that genre or area of rap hasn't come here. Full force yet? No, and Drake I, I don't, has helped the ship go there, but it's it's not as big as it is over there. And I don't know, unless you're like a true hip hop head that's exploring and wants to listen to something different. I mean, I hardly doubt that you know Skepta as as talented and 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 um, influential, influential, what you know, an icon in the UK. I mean, I highly doubt that he would le- reach the level of Drake. No. And you and you know and I could hear someone argue like oh Skepta might be better or more talented or, or this and that but he'll never reach that level. The market is just not there. I feel like UK, like I, the reason why I don't listen to Skepta is because I don't know their lingo. Like I don't understand it. I don't know what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's like lyrics are the most important thing to me. It's that's why I don't listen to Spanish music unless I'm in the club. I don't know what you're saying. So it's. It's irrelevant. Yeah, we'll be bopping to music all the time, and it'll be like in a different land. Isn't that crazy too, though? I mean, how much music comes from comes from America? Yo, and like, I get that most of the world's adapting to English as a second language at least. Yeah. 
But how many people out there listening to American music and they don't even know what the lyrics are? Like they're just bumping. They're this just shit. bumping it. But you know what's crazy? That our old school artists, Wu Tang, fucking Rakim, Daddy Kane. You know, actually, I'd probably say Wu Tang probably the biggest. But these guys are going overseas and doing full fucking tours, and they're selling out shows. And America could give a fuck less about that shit. But they they love that. They like really come here for culture. And like that's the early hip hop culture. And I don't know if they're just late or they just love it that much. But like Wu Tang could go over in fucking Europe and sell out a tour, no problem. But in, in America, you know, it could go either way. Because we have so much of it that it's hard to almost pick and choose what you want to listen to it. It's like IPAs. It just there's like too the many, there's too many good ones. And and it's the gold standard, man. Everything comes from here. People from all over the world come to come to Hollywood. You go to New York. Yeah. And that's where you get made. That's where you make all your shit. It's crazy to think that, you know, I mean, we've we've talked about it before, but it's like, if you want to do podcasts, if you want to do movies, if you, like, if you want to be an actor, you cannot be anywhere but L.A. You can't. It's impossible. Like, if you want to be a real successful actor, you have to move to L.A. You have to know someone there that's going to put you on. Yeah, but you got to go there. But if you want to be a country singer, you have to go to Nashville. If you want to be a well, the rap is different. Rap is has depending on what sound you are. If if you want to make trap music, you got to go to Atlanta. If you want to make drill music, New York, Chicago. If you got to make that West Coast bump, though, you got to go over there. Well, you take someone like Twenty One Savage too, who comes from the UK, and that that yeah. came out late in his career. Yeah, it's like he's getting deported. What do you mean he's not from? Uh, where's Atlanta? Where's he from? He's from Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, and then it comes a shocker. But, I mean, he comes here and then he develops that Atlanta sound. Yeah. And that's what he grows up on. Which is lit, though, but that's why it's hard to fake, like, I, fake the funk. You can't sound like you're from New York without being from New York. But I think that's why Connecticut struggles a lot, because we try to be New York. Like, our, our rappers try to be New York a lot. That's why you got guys like Chris Webby, Apathy, even Annoyed is big right now. But they have their own, like, style. It's not like doing the New York thing. That's why I think they succeed. Right, yeah. Like, they're trying to compete in that market, and they don't even have the opportunity or connections yeah. to even... Like, if you're going to sound like you're from Brooklyn, Bronx, Harlem, like, you need to be affiliated in those cities or boroughs or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to just breathe your own Like, you, you can't do, like, a, a, a who do you love type of record without... Being affiliated with YG, right, or, or having somebody yeah. over there in that area, yeah. And so I'll just know one, knowing someone or establish yourself as you go. But it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like bringing it back to the culture thing. It's crazy how much that can influence in just one area. You know what I mean? Kind of get what you're saying. Well, like LA, like they've established the movie scene. Oh, so yeah. And there's like, just no other city that could keep even on the market that's comparing to that. Yeah, everyone's got their different thing going on like if la went under where would the movie shit go right personally and i think so you have colorado colorado jumps on the legalization of marijuana super culture i was now now i think colorado is that's that's the weed that's the pot place you know that's where you go amsterdam of the united states because they jumped on it and they did it well yeah they did execute it the right way oh it was awesome i did it i did it when maris was 21 so that was 2017, 16, 2016, 2017. 
Dude, there's restaurants that are themed by it. There's stores around it. There's places where you can just go smoke. There's like this, that, and a third. Like there's signs. There's advertisements on the radio, this, that, and a third. So it's like you go there, you're in like a different... They created like you're in a different place. Like you're no longer in the United States. You're in Colorado, you know? Right. And it was it was awesome. Now it's like everybody's kind of doing it, but still to go there, it's kind of like the... How do you call it? The, uh, the startup of it. The startup of that culture. Yeah. That's where you're getting the most purest form of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. It's the same thing with Wisconsin. I mean, what do you think about when you think of Wisconsin? Cheese. Cheese. How did it get there? No idea. But who does it better than Wisconsin? Nobody. Apparently. I'm not, and I never even had Wisconsin cheese, but I'm not going to question it. I don't even know what kind of cheese comes out of Wisconsin. It's just a lot of cheese. Probably man. all of it. Probably a lot of cows. Well, think a lot about of this. Dairy shit. California has like one third of the almond production of the like the United States or some crazy number Yo, like the, that. Yo, the almond supply, like that dilemma is like insanity. It's, ret- it's crazy. Like the demand for almonds is outrageous. Well, almond milk is like the biggest thing since fucking the internet. Yo, I mean, milk took a downfall over the years. Milk is awful. Dude, milk? Milk is awful. As soon as somebody goes, yo, what other animal drinks another animal's milk? Let me ask you right now. There's none. What had a bigger fall off? Blockbuster video or milk? Probably Blockbuster. Dude, Blockbuster overnight was like irrelevant. Netflix came out and they were like, yeah, we're done with Blockbuster. Yo, it seemed like overnight. It was overnight. Dude, I would, we were at Blockbuster every week. I mean, there was one in every, every town. Every week. Every town had a Blockbuster. We were at Blockbuster every fucking week. Renting shit. New movie come out, you go Blockbuster. Boom. Couldn't wait for it to be at Blockbuster. The experience of Blockbuster was sick. But then DVD players became irrelevant. And Blockbuster just lost. They lost so hard. Plus, you got Netflix who's mailing you movies. I do. I, I subscribed to that service very early. Oh, we had it. We had it super early. It was like seven ninety nine, and they're sending you discs to your mailbox. Discs. You don't gotta go anywhere. You bring it back when you're done. You just mail it back. No, that was their selling point too. There was no deadline. Yeah, no, you can no, have no, it forever. Whenever you're ready, you give it back to if us. If you lose it, you bring it back to us when you find it. As long as it don't have, like, crazy scratch marks or nothing. But Blockbuster was so cool, though, because it's, like, the way they had the store set up, like, there's candy, there's popcorn, there's this, there's that. Like, you're about to bring home a fresh movie. Everybody's going to watch it. Family. Boom. But now it's all streaming. So it's just, like, you know, Blockbuster really dropped the ball on that. Once they saw the stream come in, they should have instantly invested. Or they should have bought Netflix. That's what I was trying to pull up right now. And there was a fact check version, which I would have loved to to pull up but for the sake of time and it was like Blockbuster could have bought Netflix for 50 million but the CEO thought it was a joke Psh, dumbass and it, what Netflix is probably worth close to a billion now oh way more than that more than a billion way more way more than a billion really yeah way more what is Apple trillion two trillion oh okay alright no, that Net- makes sense then yeah Netflix okay is... that makes sense cause I was thinking Apple was billions for a minute so it's Apple's trillions yeah, I mean Netflix has has a few hundred billion. Oh, okay. A couple hundred billion. Because I mean, who the fuck doesn't have a Netflix account? Well, no, I mean they did face competition over the years. They deleted Blockbuster from the market completely. But Netflix has adapted with without Netflix's ability to produce their own movies. 
they would have got fucked oh, from, yeah. from all of these fees from from um, buying rights. Oh, and, yeah. And even 100%. leasing rights. You know, I feel like you don't even buy the rights. You're just leasing rights that's, just to stream them. That's their biggest thing is their own production. Their own production and to produce absolute heaters. Heaters. That's what kept them alive for That's this the long. reason why I still have Netflix because otherwise I don't need them. They got rid of all my shows that I really like. But that was the thing. They kind of pioneered the streaming game to where it's like these these TV stations kind of realize like, wait, cable's dying, and it's dying quick. As it should, though. As it should, because it just makes sense. Everything's internet-based. You don't need cable anymore. When has our time been more valuable than now? Because nobody wants to sit through three minutes of commercials. At the max... I think 15 seconds is your threshold before you're over whatever you're doing in that moment. 15 seconds with the option to skip ad after five. And that's like it. my limit. And then YouTube had to go and fuck it up and put two ads on every fucking video right. for some reason. And you know what a big thing with, with that is? To keep you uh, occupied with that show or ad? It's relevance. Yeah. Show me at least a relevant ad. 100%. Don't show me an ad about Clorox. Like I don't need to see yeah, that. We're all set. Yeah. We don't. We don't need that. No. Or or milk because I don't drink milk anymore. Yeah, no, milk's done. And milk also. also milk had is that. done. If you're still drinking milk, <laughs> dude, you're a problem. Milk had a big fall off. You're. You know what? Now I'm kind of thinking about it. Milk might have fell off harder than Blockbuster. I don't know yet. I mean, it, the milk had a pretty bad fall off. I mean, my only argument is that we're still using milk for classic desserts and Cheese. shit recipes. But is I it mean, milk or is it just the lactose t- thing? I don't who's know. going in the fridge and they're drinking a glass of milk, though? There's a, there's a gallon of milk in my fridge right now, and I have no idea how it got there. And I don't know what it's there for. Dude, and it'll probably expire. You have almond milk. I mean, you have oat milk. I mean, Oat milk is the wave. Do I these, just got on it. Do these even expire? I'll in, tell you right now, the, fi- shel- the shelf life is way longer. What are we talking about with milk? F- five or six days? Maybe, what, two weeks max? Two weeks, and you're pushing it. You're really pushing Outrageous. it. And that shit gets disgusting. Dude, if I if I even drink a sip of milk right now, I'd probably throw up. Dude, it just it stays in your, mo- in your mouth. It's forever. gross. It's thick. It's nasty. It's very, it's very thick. I'd rather drink. I'd rather have cereal with fucking water at this point. And, and then they said it was giving hormones to the kids. I mean, dude, you do. You got like. That's why we're fat. That's why America's fat right now. Because they, they, they brought kids up in the 80s and the 90s talking about... Oh, drink a glass of milk a day and you'll be healthy. Nah, you're ruining your life. You're getting yourself fat. Don't do it. But we also had a food pyramid too. We had this big fucking triangle that yeah, told us what to do. Yeah, they dispelled that recently, uh, I think. Uh, why am I going to listen to this food triangle? Why bread I, was in there. It's stupid. Bread was who designed bread? it? Who designed it like a shape like that? It's ridiculous. A, a, a three-pointed shape. Dude, they dead said, like, yo, if you drink a milk, if you drink a glass of milk a day, your yeah. bones will be strong. Yeah, like your bones will be strong. You stronger. won't break a bone if you drink milk. Uh, what are you what talking kind of about? What stupid, stupid theory is that? Fucking got milk my ass. But wait a minute. The person who marketed milk, though, was a genius. Oh, definitely. When I mean, they came out with they got milk, remember that shit took over? Was, Nike. If you didn't want a milk mustache... You're a loser. Yeah, you want you had to get one. You're you're buying vi- videos from Hollywood Home Video and not Blockbuster. Yeah, remember <laughs> Hollywood Home Video? The the the, the, the knockoff Blockbuster. <laughs> the knockoff Blockbuster. The, the off-brand cereal Dude, of, of the, Frosted Flakes. Literally, Count Chocula's of the Cocoa Puffs <laughs> era. 
Dude, the Hollywood Home Video. We had one in Watertown, didn't we? Yeah, we had, we had we one had of those. We had both, I think. But that, that, that's your number two. That's your secondary. That's like, shit. It was GameStop, and there was, what was the other game store that was there? In our town? And in the mall. It was GameStop. EB. EB uh, Games? EB Games, yeah. EB Games. Remember EB Games? I mean, that you're talking two game companies that were like Pepsi and Coke. Where the fuck is EB Games at? I wouldn't doubt they got bought out by GameStop. I hope. GameStop, I don't know what GameStop's going to do. They're, nobody's buying GameStop, and GameStop's buying nobody. They're just disappearing. Yeah, GameStop has little, they're little com- to no They're hope. coming up with just anything for you to go in that store. They're paying you to go in that store. A lot, a lot of digital shit. Why the fuck would I buy a disc game? It doesn't make any sense. That's, that's way in the past. Way in the past. Big culture, though. Shout out to EB Games. If you don't know what EB Games is, and I hope we have that name right, because I kind of... It is EB. It is. It, it, it sounded right, but I kept thinking of KB Toys. No. Who was another legend back in the day. Gripping on a toy that you won't find from KB. Shout out to Fab. It was cool how this episode panned out. Oh, yeah. Kind of went from like... A lot of info. Culture to failing businesses. Dude, shout out to GameStop. I hope they I hope they last forever, but they won't. Yeah. I want to slander milk one more time because milk milk is just shitty. Dude, if you're drinking whole milk, even one percent, two percent, stop. Yeah. Please stop. Yeah. You're doing yourself a disservice. Stop, it's terrible. Stop touching cows udders because it's fucking weird. Yeah. But alright. We out. Peace. Peace.